The best chats are always the unscripted ones. There are interesting stories all around us, and here's one of them. Open your eyes, spectacular's right in front of you. <laughs> oh yeah, this is totally unscripted, so we never know where this is going to go. Dangerous. This is the unscripted perspective, Turn the volume and here's your host, Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Hello once more, it is me, Phil Parker, on another Unscripted Perspective with another amazing guest. And today's amazing guest is, do we call you Soho Johnny? Johnny, what's the what's the good way, what's the right thing to call you right now? Because yeah, successful is what I call you, but <laughs> how are you today, sir? Very good, Philip, and thank you for having me on the show. Uh, my usual moniker, I guess, would be Soho Johnny. Soho Johnny, and for for those who don't know who Soho Johnny is, which uh, I, I don't think there is any that don't know who Soho Johnny is, but um, you are a successful. Um, I guess the best way to describe you is you're an entrepreneur that is is just blazing through the music industry and now making videos and movies and and just being the awesome person that everyone knows and loves. But um, tell me a little bit about yourself for the listeners who don't know who you are. Uh, I'm a chap that came from uh, the Boogie Down Bronx in the Big Apple in Manhattan. Uh, 1960s baby boomer. Uh, I was uh, brought up in one of the biggest complexes, an apartment with my parents called Stuyvesant Town uh, in on 14th Street, Manhattan. Uh, and then uh, my parents moved to the sister complex in the Bronx that MetLife built called uh, Parkchester. And uh, I uh, got my start there and Back in very, very different days. Wow. Um, so tell me about the trajectory and kind of what got you into the field that you're in now, which is essentially, well, you started, I guess, in the music world, right? Well, I guess I call myself the accidental tourist of everything that I kind of uh, ended up being enraptured with. Uh, I was a very, very nervous kid uh, back in the day. I used to stutter, believe it or not, as a child. Uh, and uh, when my parents eventually moved to the Bronx from, you know, from Manhattan, uh, when uh, I, I, I was always the class clown in school and I would always get attention that way, but it was just a nervousness that was in me and I would grab attention and make people laugh. So I guess that probably is like the little genesis of my form of entertainment. Uh, it was really f uh, born from nervousness. But uh, segue from that, eventually my parents actually moved out of an apartment. They got a house. And I had was pretty popular uh, back in the day. Now, the Bronx in those days was, uh, you know, there was gangs on the street, whatever. And, you know, it was, uh, it was uh, very, very different. I consider myself fortunate because it's a giant melting pot, okay, from all different diverse cultures, which I love. And, you know, it's an education in of yourself to be able to work and grow with different people and different viewpoints. Uh, but I, um, I was pretty popular. And then my parents got this house and there was a garage in the back. And I would play music in this garage after school. 
And uh, I kind of got a following when everyone would come to this garage and I would get a name and I would play music. And it was like, it became like a little mini club. And I guess that's kind of uh, part of what started it. And uh, as I got a little bit older, I started doing some DJing and different forms of music. Of course, it was classic rock back then. And then, you know, I went through what the disco era, like many people, especially in the city areas. And uh, um, segue from that, I continued and uh, fast forward uh, with some minor forms of entertainment. Uh, maybe about 27 years ago, my dad died from cancer. And I started kicking it up a little bit, and I started doing these fundraisers for the American Cancer Society. And I did bigger events. I started bringing some celebrities on. And that was kind of probably my aha moment Mm. where, you know, I met so many beautiful people that are engaged in giving. And uh, it was very rewarding to me. And uh, so many people came to support. And now, because of that, it's grown into a bigger thing. And uh, I, I always love music. Uh, music is the companion that takes me and so many people through life. It's a time warp that can take you back to your first kiss, your first crush, your first tragedy, whatever it is. But it's a companion that I think is very important and takes uh, and, and, and is kind of like a therapy that helps us get by in life. So uh, from that uh, from that viewpoint, uh, after doing some more fundraisers, uh, eventually I uh, started an entertainment company. Now, my history, I worked in a family business. My grandfather had started uh, in Soho, in the Soho area. It's an historic district in Manhattan. And he was just a poor guy that came here to try to make a living in salvaging because it was hard to get a job back in, you know, Back, back, especially back in those days. And uh, he had like a little small business. And then he turned on to my father and his brothers, their generation. And they had a trucking business in the area. And then, you know, I used to work with my dad in the area of Soho. And then eventually, uh, you know, I got a little bit more involved. And one of my nicknames, one of my better nicknames was uh, Soho Johnny. And uh, that was... Uh, you know, I've got, you know, kind of a name down there and we got involved. I got involved a little bit with real estate uh, and I still have a real estate business now where we provide locations for uh, the movie industry that wants to film or uh, uh, celebrities or activations for retailers or fashion companies. And, you know, we have pop-ups long and short term and uh, some properties that we control, own or manage. And, and, and But we're lucky they're in very good areas like Soho. And uh, we do that on the pepperealestate.com, P-E-P, like Peter Edward Peter. Mm. But uh, so that was kind of in the background. That was like kind of my nine to five daytime and, you know, being being thankful that I had to start from my family. Uh, but the uh, whole thing with the charity kind of was emerging too, especially after I lost my dad. And entertainment became a little bit more prominent. And I started this full entertainment platform called Soho Johnny, obviously, because that was kind of what my nickname was. Uh, and then got involved with the music label, Trebekah Records, Soho Records, and kind of trudged along. But, you know, I think, you know, I, the, the aha moment was getting involved with charity, my love of music, 
and that nervousness because I'm still that stuttering, nervous kid inside. And somehow, you know, manifests itself. He gets on the stage and, uh, uh, you know, kind of vents. So we all find, I guess, our secret sauce. But I'm very, very uh, thankful and fortunate for what uh, what has happened. And, uh, you know, and I'm enjoying the journey. You know, it's a matter of just really getting up in the morning and uh, having appreciation of life and uh, starting off setting your barometer that way that you're fortunate and there's so many people less fortunate than you. Yeah, you know, um, one of one of the many interviews that are available on the internet internet um, to read about you and, and some of the things that um, you, you're, you're speaking about right now is um, you – you, your big, your big heart and your affection for those less fortunate than yourself, and I think that's a it's, it's an a, an inspiring trait, especially when um, you have not just one company but several companies that you're 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 working on, um, and giving opportunity to those who without you may not have those great opportunities. And I speak. Um, about whether they're doing movies or whether they're doing um, music or or whatever you're 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 promoting for them, you're giving them opportunity, which um, in this day and age is is hard to come by. And um, uh, as well as the charity organizations that you've um, you've helped out throughout your career, um, what is it that inspires you to 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 bring? these amazing artists and, and give these opportunities because honestly you speak about starting in the, in the Bronx and how, how, you know, um, your dad passing was like a catalyst to you, like pushing yourself harder. But, um, are there, are there characters in your life other than your father that have really inspired you to go down these roads of music or film or, 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 or the like? Uh, I don't know if it was Carol. First of all, thank you for those kind words. And I want to give tribute because I really owe it all to the beautiful people around me. I couldn't have, have done anything uh, uh, or, or given back without everybody supporting me. You know, that uh, you know people like uh, Eileen Shapiro or John Valesco, all these people out there that uh, help bring. And, you know, it's it's such a... It's such a beautiful miracle that so many artists or people have come and you know these are just out of volunteering their time or their performances over the years especially in recent years to help raise money for different causes such as anti-bullying prostate cancer or obviously american cancer society uh we just did uh, one of our more recent ones we did a six-hour uh, it was a stream, but it was uh, probably about 35 countries, celebrities from 35 countries. It was quite daunting, but, uh, you know, we, we partnered up with like shares, shares and cares from, uh, India and uh, Ukraine for kids for, I think, I think there are children that are displaced because of what's happening and you know, all these different things, you know, uh, kids that had you know, cancer surviving kids that had, you know, were singing. So many different things that we were able to try and give back and help, uh, and 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 such it's such a beautiful experience. So I can't say to answer your question that it was so much a figure uh, uh, um, that uh, inspired me. Uh, I think you know, 
listen, we all have our beliefs, you know, and even if you don't have your faith, you know, even I believe even if someone's an atheist, you know, believe in humanity because it's kind of, to me, it's intuitive just to outreach and it's almost a responsibility to pick somebody up and try to help somebody. And it could be as something that is small or mundane, even if your means or, or don't have a lot of means at your disposal, you know, sometimes helping somebody is just making people smile, you know, and, and just starting the day and trying to raise someone's spirits. You know, when we, we were going through the thick and thin of uh, COVID, you know, one of the things I would say, I mean, we talk about social distancing. I said, but that doesn't mean social isolation, you know, it was, mm. the, it was a time to, that really was the best time for outreach. And uh, actually, we did, we did a great show back then. And, and then I think we won one of very, very big, one of the top streaming shows, at least I was told, during COVID. But anyhow, the more, most recent one was, uh, was really a revelation. And beautiful people that we worked for, Australia, uh, I think Bangladesh. I mean, it was, it was insane. Uh, but it, it's been a lot of fun. And again, I, 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 only, I really want to say that uh, I kind of just, you know, the, ac the accidental tourist here, I'm kind of the figurehead on that Mack truck, that, that bulldog symbol. But the, 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 the horsepower behind me is the people that have come to support me. I'm kind of maybe the Pied Piper blowing the flute. And uh, I'm very, very, that's, that's such a, it's really an honor to be involved with people like that. And listen, at the end of the day, I'm having a great time, you know, and listen, I'm at, it's a lot of work, you know, when I, when I produce shows, I'm not, that's anybody that's in the business, you know, it's a lot of work. Uh, um, we've gotten, we've gotten involved more now with the film industry and, uh, uh, you know, I was a, um, executive producer of a movie that, uh, originally was called the beast inside. Now it's going to be called the possession of Anne. It's actually an exorcist movie. So starring Sadie Katz and, uh, it's going to be, uh, I think, released around this um, this Halloween. It's a big, big Exorcist year. I think they're redoing the original Exorcist, and there's a few series out. But it's a little bit about what's going on in my world. Um, the, the music label is, uh, you know, we're working with some really, really talented people. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of mean and lean, which is what we prefer. And what, and what kind of attracted you to, uh, obviously, you, you, you talked about um, uh, having fun with music in your younger years, but what really attracted you to uh, create your own uh, record label, essentially? Because, I mean, you can ha you, you're, you're an amazing person, first off. Like, you're, you're giving, you're, you're doing charities. Um, thousands of dollars have been, has been donated in your name. Uh, and with all your efforts and everything, but what what really pushed you towards creating um, Tribeca Records or Soho Records? Um, was it was it frustration that these artists weren't getting helped, or the the nose that were being slammed in their face, or was it just that you wanted to be um, more in control of that? It was a logical progression. Okay, as I was getting more involved with entertainment, doing shows and. Uh, and, and just my own profound love of music, uh, most types of music, it just it just seemed logically the thing to do to align myself with that and become more, 
you know, I guess I was just getting deeper and deeper into the entertainment field. And it's just the entertainment business is so multifaceted. And, uh, you know, the legality upon it, technically, it's very, very technical. And it's a lot, you know, really the licensing and, you know, the, all, all the different uh, you know, legal part of it. It's very, very complex. And uh, it's, it's evolved so much, the music business, as most of us all know now. It's not the same. You know, it, 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 it's, in a way, it's harder. Uh, uh, the uh, it, it's 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 more c- uh, competitive, you know. Music labels would go and you know check check out an up and coming artist, and they'll take a gamble and spend a lot of money. Now it's a lot, you know. That's far and few between, because uh, you know the streaming, of course, has made it you know different from the old vinyl days it's it's you know you don't you don't bring in as much money unless you get to a certain level right you know the technology and everything but so you know i saw you know yes yeah i guess yeah to try to find a solution for that and uh you know just to work with a few select few and uh one of the people that uh um actually he's releasing an album now on the label he's uh He's such a talented guy. He's an icon in the in the in the, in, in the movie industry, music industry. Randy Edelman, uh, I call him my mentor. I love him so much, and he's so so. I mean, he's one of these people that could just with his hand. I mean, you know, the piano and just creating music. Uh, it's just like a second language to him, just like you and I are speaking the English word right now. Mm. I mean, he did like, for instance, the musical score of. Uh, so many great movies, My Cousin Vinny, The Mask, Lester Mohegans, Gettysburg, and the list goes on. He's worked with Barry Manilow, um, uh, Dionne Warwick, and, uh, and the Ilk, and uh, he continues to wow. He does his shows down in the city, and uh, he's, uh, he's coming out with, with a highly anticipated album now uh, on Tribeca Records, and... Uh, so looking forward to what magic he's going to create again. That hasn't been that hasn't been released yet, has it? No, no, not yet. It's it's in the midst. Yeah, Randy is um, Randy's a special character and um, somebody that uh, eventually, uh, with the grace of God and everything, um, we're I'm, I'm going to have him as a guest as well. Um, it is it is in the cards, but um, you know he's. I think everyone knows him for for um one specific movie that i i love him for and i've i've seen a lot of the movies that he's done scores on but um he was part of the ghostbusters uh soundtrack um which for me is just incredible because it's like all these moments that you're thinking in in movie making that um sometimes they don't necessarily they they blow by without you even realizing because you're just watching the movie but music is such a, a tool for setting the tone and um everything that it is it is just an incredible um it's an incredible thing to be able to be part of that like i remember so many moments in this movie but if you play that music you're there again you don't necessarily have to visualize the or be sitting in front of the screen, you can play that track and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, that's the bit where, oh yeah, you know what I mean? It's just, um, and Randy has that ability to kind of create a scene without using any pictures. 
um, which is which is talent beyond belief. He has the sixth sense. There's no question about it. And uh, you know, when I was young, I didn't. You don't realize people don't realize it. You're just exposed to the genre of you know movies or whatever, and you know you're exposed to it. You don't realize, and I didn't realize until much later, how important the the score, the music score of a movie is, because it kind of carries your feelings, it carries your emotions to the next scene, points you in that direction. All of a sudden, boom! You know the music is cascading or or mellowing you out, whatever it is, it just puts you right into the scene. So your experience of the movie, besides the you know the, the visual, of course, the audio and the background is uh, is so important as far as really enhancing the experience of uh, of the whole genre. Uh, and, you know, he did he did the uh, you know that movie I was telling you about the uh, Exorcist movie. He did the musical score, and you know he just took it. Take it to another level. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's he's 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 such a gift, and um, uh, you know, people. Well, of course, everyone knows. Um, a lot of people will know the name Randy, but they, until you actually go through his catalog of everything that he's done, you do not realize until, um, you know, there's very few people that go to a movie and actually sit through the credits anymore. You know what I mean? So, um. Mm. The, the appreciation isn't there like it once was. And, um, you know, for me as well, um, one thing that um, will always be be cool is I might actually play a little bit of it. Hold on one second. That's what I love about the... the uh... Everybody who's a fan of that show is now freaking out, not realizing that Randy actually did that. But MacGyver is one of the staples of TV around the world. Like, nobody doesn't know who MacGyver is. So, like, that is, it's like doing James Bond music. It's so wow factor. And that's, that's what's special for, for him is that he has that, he has that ability. Um, but you know, uh, we're talking about you, and one of the one of the biggest things for me that um, really just blows me away is the fact that you created this charity organization called Let Me Help, and um, your mission um, is just the, the words used are, are f- phenomenal and inspiring. And it, and in in these words, to spread music, joy, and illumination to the human soul and spirit while helping others, uh, that as a mission statement in itself is is wow. But like, I have to give you credit because that that's you've donated so much and done so much for so many people through this organization. Um, the uh, uh, the as I was. In, in more recent years, I will share this. Um, I, 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 when you raise money for charities, okay, American Cancer Society can only do- devote money to cancer or cancer research, whatever they do, wonderful stuff, but it's cancer. But what I learned is if you have a foundation, I mean, not have, I mean, you know, nobody owns a foundation. It's a public entity. You just form it and right. you know, you're part of the board. But, um, 
the foundation can give to different charities all at once or even at the same show. And I love that idea. So I had that gestating. I said, you know, why don't I just take it up and just form something and bring people together. It's kind of what we were doing anyhow and give us like a little bit more formality. And it's something that could get its own name out there and just take the, you know, the central sensationalism from one show to the next show and just keep supporting different causes. And uh, I lost my mom to COVID several, three years ago. Oh, my goodness. And uh, I, 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 I thank you. But I, I think the, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I try to turn, as you can see with my dad, you know, we all go through these things in life. Loss is part of life. You know, we have our faith or whatever. But I try to turn that energy into something positive in their name. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of like what happened with my dad. And certainly with my mom. So when my, that happened with my mom, I said, let me really push this foundation forward because it was just on the, you know, on the coattails of being started in fairly only recent years. And then I really pushed it forward and uh, let me help. I'll tell you a little bit, a secret would let me help. For those people that love Star Trek or know the original Star Trek with William Shatner, uh, one of the most famous episodes was an episode called City on the Edge of Forever. Mm-hmm. that's where he uh, played opposite, I think, uh, Joan Collins, who played a woman called Edith Keeler, which was somebody that was a, a peacemaker and was back in the history of, of, uh, of it was back in, you know, uh, history of America and the atom bomb. And uh, one of her movements was called Let Me Help. Oh, wow. There you go. Wow. That's amazing. That's an amazing um that's an amazing backstory to that. <laughs> um, look, uh, you're you're an incredible human being, and uh, I, I I've sometimes uh, it's not often, and you can listen back over my podcast, and and you'll hear the same thing. It's not often that I'm speechless, but you 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 render a lot of people around you speechless with how how positive you are, how giving you are, and everything, and. You know the 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 foundations uh, the foundation that you've you've started, and then the the causes that you support: the American Cancer Society, prostate cancer, COVID nineteen, anti bullying, um, and the new project um, Broadway Heroes. You know, these are all causes that you're you're giving to um, graciously, and um, it's just an, it's just inspirational. You know, like. Um, Somebody who has, I mean, you have every, I mean, the, your backstory, your your family and everything that's happened to your, you know, your mom and your, your dad and everything, you have obviously reason to donate, but um, not everyone does, you know, it's, it's one thing saying that you want to do something. It's another thing actually doing it. And you've, you've definitely done that. Like, um, do you ever pinch yourself and go, wow, I have, I have five company. I have five things that I'm doing right now. What do I do next? Like, I don't know uh, how, I, again, you're, you're very, very kind. And I, it's just the people around me it really, you know, I, I can't take that credit, but you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of the mad professor half the time, to be honest with you. It's not easy. And uh, you know, I have my moments too. Uh, but uh, there's something there's something about it that, that it, it's true what they say. You really, that, that there's something that gives back in that, and uh, uh, it, it's very very fulfilling. 
And, and listen, my personally, I believe that's the thing that will really elevate us uh, at one day in, in, in our future when it's our time. Uh, so I think, uh, um, you know, I just want to thank you for those words, but it really is, uh, uh, and, and even for having a show, especially to speaking to so many people like you and having a show like this during COVID, and I'm saying, you know, thank you for having a show because you're kind of leaving the light out on there, you know, being entertainment, connecting with people. It, it's, it's uh, you know, and even like the conversation we're having now about charity, uh, you know, it's, it's just a simple thing of just, uh, you know, making, we're all role models to each other. Right. You know, doesn't 100%. matter. doesn't matter. You know, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We're not going to be perfect, okay, whatever. And maybe you didn't have a great day. Maybe you weren't, you weren't in the best disposition. But take a, you know, you know take, take a quick reality check moment and say, why am I here? How fortunate. Things could be worse than, than they are now. And uh, just try to lighten it up a little bit and just Gotta stay positive. communicate with somebody around you and just kind of put a little positivity out there. Well, you, you do that every day, and and that's a, a testament to you. Um, so, you're you have a record label. You're in the movie business now, which um, is amazing, just as a sentence, really. <laughs> but um, for for those who are, because I can't have the 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 guy that owns a a record label on here and not ask this question. Um, for those who are aspiring to either get into the movie business or to be uh, a, um, a successful music artist, uh, what is it that you look for when you're signing an artist? Because you've had many, 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 many artists come through your doors. And um, a lot of them, a couple of them actually, um, um, Eileen is actually scheduling to come on the show, which is um, inspiring in itself. But what is it that you look for specifically? Is it one type of artist? Obviously, it's not one genre because you have so many different genres. But is there is there a magic sauce that you're looking for? As I said before, the music business today, it's not an easy business. The movie business, very competitive. Most people that start off in that, you know, they're not successful in the beginning. It's very, very hard, okay, to get to a certain level where you get, you know, you get a certain uh, a name on your show, whatever, or your movie, whatever. But uh, I think, you know, one of the most important things, obviously you have to have talent, um, but more important, you can have a commitment, but you have to have the consistency, the discipline, and be stable in order to follow through and produce or to write the songs or musical compositions, whatever your uh, your, your your field of talent is as an artist and you have to be, it gets a partnership and it's a lot of work and it's, and it's not, you know, in, in the beginning, you just can't quit your day job, but you know, we're kind of like, you know, we'll, we're there for you. We'll support you. Um, you know, we're really not just so much on the management level because management and the label are two different things, you know, right. Label will help with promotion, a label will help, you know, uh, distribution. But, um, it, 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 it's a matter, we really need to see that people are willing to go the extra mile and are going to just focus on themselves. It's their career. And we're just, you know, we're kind of like riding shotgun, kind of saying, we're your, we're your cheerleaders. We're going to do what we can to help you and try to 
put you in the right direction. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's what's important. It's, 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 it's their discipline, their commitment, consistent, because everyone could just get involved with it a little bit, but then not really be followed through. You know, it's yeah. that stick goodness that's so important in anything that you do. Uh, and then, the, you know, the creative juices, okay? Because somewhere deep down in that creativity is, it can be born the next, you know, big hit song or whatever. And, uh, you know, you need to be able to nurture that, okay? Mm. They have to have that ability to have the, uh, the um, antennas up to bring in all these ideas or just be, you know, be inventive as far as, uh, and, and really, some of the greatest songs don't have sophisticated dialogue, right? Right, it's just right. Realistic. But it's that vibration of music and how they're able to present it and, you know, the patterns and, you know, and uh, how, how, how it comes together. So um, one of the biggest just, one of the biggest challenges for you as as a as the owner of a of a label that let's face facts you're you're a big hearted guy you're 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 known for this you're one of the kindest people um, on the planet today with all the things that you're doing for charity and everything and you have a record label and I'm sure you're inundated with people who want to be promoted, want to be part of a record label. And now you have to have the, I don't want to say the, the cutthroat, but it, it really is cutthroat in the music business. So you're, you now are in the hot seat and you have to make those tough decisions who to say yes to and who to say no to. Um, ironically, much like a American Idol judge, <laughs> um, you're basically saying you have the golden ticket or you don't. Um, so how hard is that for you to navigate? Uh, I have obviously people that I'm working with that are kind of like, you know, that are there as far as uh, uh, that would do a lot of that. But um, I think, uh, it, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm, you never want to uh, disappoint anybody or anything, of course, but you know, the most important thing you could do is to be honest, okay? The worst thing you could do, not only is it a uh, dishonesty, but it's, 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 you know, to try and lead people on into a direction that is not realistic. So if, if, if people don't have that, you know, don't, I hate to say not the talent, but don't have that aspect that they're proficient in in order to put it out there, you know, we going to be honest with you. I don't think, you know, I don't think it'll stick, you know, doesn't mean you know, maybe, you know, it's not, we want, we want to do something for them. That's going to be a collaboration. That's going to work. That's going to benefit everybody. So, you know, we want to believe that it's, that it's going to be sustainable and to do anything different from what we really believe would be, uh, would be a, 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 you know, a injustice to any artist that came forward. So, um, but yes, we, we can't, we, 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 we don't, you know, we, we, we don't take many artists on, uh, and because we only have a certain amount of bandwidth, you know, we, right. we can't, we, you know, it, we, it takes time and effort and, you know, to do that. And I, I, we don't want to do that, but yeah, we, we have a fair amount that come to us and, uh, and, uh, you know, it's a process we see, you know, we don't, uh, uh, we'd like to get to see that, uh, 
years ago it could be an unknown artist that a label would pick up on and today you know it's good that you have like a little track record you know and some following already you know that gets started you know you kind of get your you, there's a certain amount of self fulfillment self um fulfillment that they have to get in uh, achievement to get to a certain level okay uh and then you know we could pick up the triathlon from there right so, uh, it, it's there's no 100% answer that works for everybody. I want to emphasize that too, because everybody's a little bit different. Okay. But the underlying theme is consistency and the discipline and having that talent, having a certain amount of talent. You have to have those things. Okay. And even then it's very, very competitive, but you know, if we make a commitment, we'll follow through. We'll be honest and we'll do everything that we can, and we'll give it. We're, we're going to give it, give it a college try. And, right. Uh, we're 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 in it to make it success. I mean, people have to make a living, and uh, you know, look, I'm involved with this whole thing. A part of it is because I'm so passionate. Right. And that's part of the key too. Okay. Some of the greatest artists have to have that passion. You know, listen, these artists that go on tour, okay, or or worldwide tour, or whatever. I mean, that is not as easy. Just think about it. They got to perform in front of an audience so many times, several times a week, and they're performing. If you pull your back out or you had a problem back home, at home or you maybe had a, you know, had a little spat with your spouse or something, that has to go on the side. You got to put on your A game. Yeah. Okay. And that is in of itself another attribute. Okay. Live performances. Okay. Yeah, you can't ever set. I mean, there's a lot of artificial intelligence. There's so much tech, and that has that that'll help augment it. Um, you know, we're somewhat involved with. Uh, you know, everybody talks about you know, crypto currency and non fungible tokens, NFT. And we have a another company called Soho Technique LLC that's NFT gallery that kind of sometimes would be part of uh, the promotion too. But um, you can't take away from a live performance. Thank God. Okay. Thank yeah, there's God. a, you know, the world is now very much embracing the authenticity of an artist and the the realness of an artist. Um, I brought this up with um, uh, Rachel Kane on one of my previous podcasts uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, it's that authenticity that makes makes the artist accessible and relevant because um, I, I brought up Ed Sheeran. Um, he's all over every uh, media facet right now because of how he's um, released a documentary um, recently on Disney plus about, you know, it was supposed to be just about him making an album, but he went through losing his best friend, um, another friend, and then this crazy, um, two uh, lawsuits against him um, for for creativity or whatever it was. Now, he won all that and he, everything, but um, he wrote an album that really just is talking about his, his loss, dealing with stuff. So it really, it's really hitting home for him. So he's he's doing these interviews and he's getting emotional. And this album has been received so well that it's probably one of his 
uh, I wouldn't say most successful just yet, but it's 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 tracking to be one of his most sex, successful um, albums to date. But it's because of, and I quote uh, 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 one of the DJs that said it recently, it's tracking to be one of the the best things that he's ever created because he's be, he's allowing people to see his vulnerability. Ah, uh, that is. Excellent, excellent point. Some of the greatest creations of art or music have been born from some of the most tragic circumstances that human beings live through. It's all in our history. Some of the greatest things, or, or handicaps, or deaf, whatever the case may be. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, Stevie Wonder. You know, people that you know they 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 just rise above, and uh, uh, they just. Uh, uh, or they went through, and that your, your experience of life that you put your vulnerable, you put yourself out there in this in this medium of, of music or entertainment or movies, and people could see that that was kind of like part of what's going on. They could feel, listen, originally the original comic book hero was Superman, great, but who captured the world by storm? thanks to the late, great Stan Lee, Spider-Man. Why? Because his whole story, Peter Parker, was, oh, I got to still study in school. And, you know, where's my girlfriend? I had a fight with my girlfriend. You know, it's that human factor. That relatability. And that relatability, like you're saying with Ed Sheeran, you know, and, and, and that lifetime experience. Everybody relates. We all go through you know, all the same things or very, very similar motions, whatever. And uh, uh, again, you know, we can relate. I mean, I remember in 1960s when I was a kid, I used to play Tom Jones. He was just performing recently. God bless him. He still has his voice. God bless He's him. amazing, isn't he? He's amazing. And uh, I remember playing What's New Pussycat over and over the album. My mom, I drove my mom crazy. But, um, you know, I think it's so, so true. And what brings me back then, I remember what was going on in my childhood, like we, we, you were alluding to it before. So it, it was uh, when you put yourself out there and you show your vulnerability, that is probably one of the most human things that you can do. And people are attracted to that. They have an affinity for it. And then when you tie it to music and you just hear it over and over, now it becomes ingrained in your your your, your DNA for the time, and uh, it's uh, it's part of the magic. It, it it it's a formula. It's a formula of creativity. One hundred percent. The formula of identification. It's a formula of telling a story, uh, and all these things come together. And in order to make that happen, like again, for an artist. I have to have the commitment and the consistency to be able to capture that essence and to portray it and, you know, put it in their medium, whatever it is, or playing an instrument or writing the music. And, and, and that does, uh, so people can, and then today, you know, social media, I mean, now because of the technology we have today, you know, things can go viral very, very quickly and get the word out there, you know, um, Everybody knows what happened with Ed Sheeran, that he won that case quickly, overnight. Boom, it's all over yeah. the place. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
years ago it wasn't, uh, you know, communication pathways weren't as much uh, as it is today. But that that that's definitely a good thing, and that's something that, uh, you know, again connects people from all over world uh, over the world almost instantaneously. You know, it's um, it's an amazing thing. Um, you know, we're talking about the the vulnerability of music. Um, and its popularity. It's no coincidence that we've just come out of, um, well, I say come out of, it still exists, but we're, we're out of it now, I guess you could say. Um, one of the biggest uh, events in world history uh, because of COVID, and it really highlighted um, mental health as, as, a, as a subject um, for, for the whole world. Um, and it's not accidental that the vulnerability of music is now something that people are relating to even more. So um, while, yes, Ed Sheeran has made an album that is highlighting all the things that happen in his life, music is whatever you make it. It's um, I can hear an Ed Sheeran song, and I actually used an Ed Sheeran song for, for my wedding. Um, but that same song could mean something completely different for someone else. It's um, it's almost like religion. You read the Bible. You take one some somebody takes something out of it, and another person takes another thing out of it. It's the same thing happens with music. It's food for the soul, is what many people say. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I literally Rachel Kane said the same thing. You know, at her darkest moment, she started. She wanted to create, and she leaned on the people around her, and then created her newest song, um, which. Um, is is kind of the basis of creativity. Um, like you said, in the darkest moments, sometimes the greatest things are created because, um, what is it, uh, uh, under high pressure, um, you can form a diamond. And this is exactly what that is, is, you know, people are put under so much pressure and then all of a sudden they create this this beautiful masterpiece of whether it's a, it's a, whether it's a painting or or a movie or, or music, it is from the soul. And much like anyone else, my brother just created a song. I had no idea that he was even working on stuff. I knew he was studying music in college, but he's just released a a single and is working on an album. And I was literally just talking to him and it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. But what he brought forward was it's, it's basis is him dealing with, mental health in his life and why he wrote those songs was what he was going through. So it's telling a story and you can take the story however you want, but it is the music that's created that people can listen to and it's authentic. And then, you know, it, it can speak to them in different ways. Well, it, it, the source material is everything around us. What we see, we feel, we touch, relate to and that prism is, and that ability you know one person will walk by this beautiful tree every day and never notice it okay yeah person will say okay fine that's really it looks this look look at the trunk there must be so many years old and this this and that look look how you know it's beautiful those trees turned red so it, it that 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 prism we have to have our antennas up in order to see that and have that ability to translate it into uh, in, into something and manifest something that's going to relate to people. 
And so, yeah, your, your point is well taken. Uh, that, that is, uh, you know, and, and listen, it takes time. I mean, it, 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 it's an art, okay, where you could translate that and into some form of, that form of entertainment, right, in order to translate it. That translation comes a little bit easier for songwriters, whatever, over time that mm. uh, you're doing it. Um, and so it's not second nature to a lot of people. So it might be second nature to some people. Right. Uh, Randy Edelman, you know, he's just, what he does, it's just, it makes it look so easy. And to him, it is easy because he's unbelievable. But uh, I, I think that's an ability. Uh, it's, it's part an ability and also part of, you know. Part of the, the talent portion, really, you know. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of like it's a, a part of it is learned over time. You just get better and better at it. But you have to be able to see. You have to have that prism or whatever you want to call it to be able to interpret things around you so that you can see, hey, listen, there's something that I could, I want to tell the story. This is, this make this moves me. I mean, that that's my definition of art, right? Art is, you know, one person can walk in and see a portrait that was done and say, Oh, that's really beautiful. It's a background setting of a tabletop two in front of in, in a forest here with nobody there. Next person coming in and say, Oh, that's this guy that turns me off, whatever. But it doesn't matter because the definition of art is that it moves you. Both of them, it was art. Right. Okay. Right. Even though the second person may not have been his cup of tea, it still affected him so that he had a feeling or didn't really like it, but it still affected him in a certain way. Right. And like you said, it's um, at the basis of all of this. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, um, you go on there and you you whine about life and it's a it's a song at the basis of all of this is the fact that these people that are creating have um, a great talent and they're using life experience as inspiration to create and tell their story. Um, it's very difficult. I, I see all these YouTubers and all this kind of stuff and they want to be famous and they're, they're trying to write songs and they're, instead of writing songs, they're doing covers because it's hard to write about life experience when you haven't had any. And it's, um, and that's not a knock or a dig at anyone that's, that's doing covers, but it's um, go out and experience life before before you start singing about it. it's like a it's like a fifteen year old singing about falling in love and he's never seen, even looked at a girl. So it's it's mm-hmm. important that life experience is 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 the basis of all of this because um, you have to have a story to tell and that's where the authenticity falls into play. Um, I think the next thing I want to ask you really is what is what is in the works for you because. It, that could be another podcast all on its own, I guess. But um, like, what what are the things that um, you're working on immediately that w- we can look out for um, in the next months or, or, or coming year? Well, we're planning. We're, we're going to be. Uh, we're one of the more exciting things that uh, is in pre production right now. Is uh, we're coming out with a talk show called Soho at Night. Uh, and basically, it's uh, there's a talk show host, which is my alter ego, Soho Johnny. Uh, and I, I guess, you know, it's been called kind of like uh, Playboy After Dark uh, versus uh, like a little talk show like a Jimmy Kimmel. But it's not as formal. It, it, it's, uh, this, it, it's always at a different 
not always a different, but, you know, different Soho locations, which, of course, is in our backyard and what, you know, we're involved with. And, and there's always a, 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 a get-together, a party going on. It's very laid back. And uh, you never know what celebrities are going to be there. You know, you walk into one room and uh, there's somebody performing or there's a, a you know, famous artist. So, uh, it, but it, it, it's really, you know, it just really is a good time. Good. That is, uh, that's in pre-production. We've got some really great, great celebs that are involved with that or have so far been. And so that's going to be coming off the crooked too. A couple of movies circling around, uh, that uh, you will be involved with. I might be involved with in some facet or another uh, swimming around here. Uh, there's, there's so much right now um, that's going on. And uh, and we're probably going to be, we're planning probably to do another live show. We're, we're always going to do a fundraiser. Okay? Right, right, right. Back dates now when it's going to be, there's always going to be another one. Uh, uh, and uh, just a matter of aligning ourselves with different sponsors or partners and, uh, you know, find a, you know, and just have a great time and put on a great show and raise some good money for some good causes. But Soho Night is probably the, you know, that's one of the main things that's going on. Where will we be able to see that when it comes out? Uh, well, it depends. Depends. It's still in pre-production. Depends. All right. So if see. ABC, it, if you're listening, get your <laughs> get your shit together and call this man, will you? <laughs> Um, for, for those of, um, for those of us who want to connect with you even more and, and see what you're producing and find out more about your companies and, and the things that you're working on, um, what, where can we connect with you the most and how do we do that? Well, Soho Johnny, S-O-H-O-J-O-H-N-N-Y.com is, you know, the, probably the mainstay website. Uh, TrebeccaRecords.com uh, for the uh, for the music label. Um, the uh, real estate uh, for people that want to do shows or uh, not so much shows, not like you know big occupancy, but more boutique or events or uh, pop ups. We call them pop ups. For instance, uh, you know maybe um, Calvin Klein or a fashion company wants to do a pop-up for a month for, to launch a new design or designers or fashion week. We do a lot of those and that's pep real estate. And we do long-term leases too, only commercial, not residential. Peprealestate.com, P E P like Peter, Edward, Peter, real estate, all spelled out.com. Uh, and, um, and of course we can't leave, uh, let me help, let me help all one word, Inc. I N C dot org. Uh, is uh, is is the foundation awesome and of course we're on all the usual suspects uh uh you know instagram uh with those names as well and and uh facebook, facebook. yeah yeah you know. can't forget the the book of faces right yeah. um um what what can i say you're an amazing human being um it's an absolute honor and privilege to finally have you on the show um we've been trying to do this for the last two years and um, things have gotten in the way but i finally got you on here and uh it's been an absolute privilege um for for my listeners make sure you do um go and hunt this man's workout he is working on so many things um you're never going to be bored 
looking at the things that he's creating and he's behind. Um, and that, um, as they say, is that uh, another wonderful episode. Thank you again, sir, for, for joining me this evening. And um, we will catch you all again next week. Thank you so much, Phil, for having me. And everybody just put a smile and one ripple in the ocean from one of us multiplied by many people creates a tidal wave of good faith and love. Exactly. All right, guys, next week. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to leave us a rating or review on your favorite listening platform. Be sure to keep in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Unscripted Perspective. Or you can visit us at www.theunscriptedperspective.com.